Welcome to Dreaming Back to the Earth. My name is Mary Kay Casper, and I am co-host with Katrina Dreamer with this podcast that is dedicated to exploring the concept that our dreams and their wisdom are a path to our soul-rooted relationship to self and earth. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about an elemental energy that I've been researching lately. It seems kind of um, unusual, but I also believe that it's energy that we will discover shows up in our lives and in our dreams. And this energy is called liminal space or liminality. And liminality is known as an energy that's inherent in the in-between or the betwixt. Um, The Greeks define liminality as the threshold, um, like a doorway between two spaces. It refers to spaces that are in between things, that are transitional conditions of thresholds or or boundaries. It's um, that subtle space between the known and the unknown, the seen and the unseen, the apparent and the unapparent. And it's an aspect of life that is naturally occurring. Um, And an example of this, I'll share a dream that I've had. And it happened when I was very young, and it stayed with me for many years. And it's actually a dream experience that I had not when I was totally asleep, but when I was in that space between falling completely asleep and being awake. And actually, in a future podcast, I want to talk about this notion of liminal dreaming. There's a lot of research that's being done about it um, in terms of that space between waking and sleeping and sleeping and awakening in the morning. Fascinating uh, topic. But I had this um, dream of as I was falling asleep, this is what would happen to me. I would have this vision of being underneath a rock ledge. There was a lot, a rock that was coming out, a big rock from the side of a cliff. And I would have this experience of being underneath it and right in the fold of it. And for some reason, if that when I was in that space of um, experiencing this, I felt a great deal of peace and tranquility. Um, I mean, I think when I first started feeling this, having this experience, the feeling was a little fear and anxiety. And when I let go and let myself move into that, that edge um, between the top of the, the stone and the side of the cliff, I, I felt very safe and protected. Um, I had this, this experience every once in a while as I was growing up. And I believe it was sometime after 
um, I got into my 20s, maybe around 25, that that particular vision went away. And it's interesting that I haven't been able to get it back. I mean, I, I've i tried to visualize that, but the feeling isn't there anymore. Um, so it was like that that moment, the liminal space, the in-between space of, of being awake and falling asleep assisted me in kind of letting go of my ego, which allowed me to experience that space. And then I would fall asleep. Um, and so it's that, that kind of energy is really fascinating to me in terms of our work in the world, um, in terms of our personal lives, in, pers in terms of our dreaming. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about that. Um, and so I, I really do believe that liminal energy, that in-between space, and the experience of being in it can be found in all aspects, states, and elements of existence. Um, it can be made of earth, air, water, fire. It can be experienced in the human condition, within the planetary landscapes, astrological planes, and the spiritual world. Um, it's a space that's kind of full of all kinds of contradictions and emotions, but yet it's full of possibility, potential renewal, and creativity. Um, luminality, the liminal space, offers us unique and potent ways to engage and experience it. And, um, you know, I can think of some common features that are manifested, you know, that sense of hovering between spaces, um, like a literal space, like a doorway is a liminal space. Um, maybe the moment of two elemental energies, like that time of daylight that goes into darkness, the dusk, that's a liminal space. Um, and the experience of a psychic alteration, like being in a trance, is a liminal space. Um, and, you know, this was what catches our attentions is these diverse elements and applications for the engagement of it. And so, I've, you know, let's talk about the human condition. Um, liminal space can be found psychologically, physically, spiritually. Um, for instance... Um, an example for myself or, and for others could be a rite of passage experience, like doing time alone um, or moving from finishing uh, high school, uh, graduating, and then moving into adulthood. Um, a rite of passage could be uh, going out to do alone time and fasting and it's that moment when you break ties with the waking world, per se, the world where, you know, you're connected to people and you go off into the woods. You make that decision to go off into the woods and hang out by yourself, um, maybe fasting and maybe thinking about your life and maybe do it praying or meditating. Um, that time that you're in the woods is called the threshold and the liminal space. Um so these are just, you know, maybe um, I had the experience of ending a job and moving into um, not per se retirement, but not working for a while and uh, 
waiting for the next stage for career. That's a liminal space. Uh, maybe navigating the death of a partner or the change in a living situation or geographical locations such as city to country. Um, you know, the phases of growth between childhood, teenager, adulthood, and elderhood, the, you know, those spaces in between that you move from one way of being to another can also be um, considered liminal space. Um, and it's during those times that the body and the spirit acclimates to the new social norms, the new, you know, energetic spirit that you feel inside. Um, and in these spaces, shifts can occur in our being that move us, that move us along. Sometimes we can even get stuck in that liminal space and the, the, the work of um, doing your you could be actually working with dreams, but also working on like what is keeping me stuck stuck in that space and how do I move forward? And there are so many different um, ways of feeling in all of this. You know, some people experience fear, anxiety, sadness, a sense of loss, and even excitement, you know, depending on the circumstances of that change or that transition that's occurring. Um, and like I said, if you get stuck, it might be because you're in a place of fear or sadness and you have to work through that in order to move. Um, you know, there are so many new possibilities that can arise from understanding and working with that liminal space that you're in and, it, you know, kind of looking at yourself and what you need to move forward. Many folks who have illnesses, you know, some illnesses are transitory and they can be a way of moving from one to another um, way of being. Many people have had serious illnesses and those were opportunities to look at oneself and do their own healing work. Another aspect of liminality would be the landscape. Um, as I mentioned before, like, you know, um, dusk and dawn are liminal spaces. Um, a bridge can be considered a liminal space um, between two earthly elements. And sometimes you have the water underneath that. Um, and that's where, you know, like underneath the water could definitely represent that liminal space where it churns and moves and creates and flows, um, which can happen inside of us too. I've often stood on a porch just at dusk and observed the energies outside. They're very, very different. And I would definitely suggest, you know, kind of letting go of all our pre preconceptions about what, you know, light and darkness is during a day and just stand on a you know, outside and at dusk and notice, you could actually sometimes see the movement um, of the energy. And so these are definitely incredible times to access um, different kinds of also spiritual um, elements in nature. And then I also think of the seasons as being a time um, 
the luminality of the unconscious. Um, many indigenous cultures across the planet have for centuries created liminal experience losing, using plant medicine, ecstatic trance, shamanic journeying. Um, these practices, as well as various forms of meditation, um, if done regularly, can alter the consciousness to expand our awareness, thus allowing for access to sacred realms and to the inner workings of ourselves. And this is considered liminal space. Um, and by invoking that experience, we can dive into realms to access profound insights and spiritual awakenings. Um, and even gain access to the ancestors um, through that space. I mean, I believe that, you know, there's so much magic and wonder in the universe that gets opened up to us. And then the final thing is the dream time, uh, which is what this is all about. You know, this uh, podcast and the dreaming time, how can we experience luminality? Um, you know, like I had mentioned before, and I'll, I'll talk more about this in an, another podcast. You know, the practice of liminal dreaming is actually a state of dreaming that is being researched. And the hypnotic and the hypnotic is, um, and I don't know if I've pronounced them well, um, these are spaces between going to sleep and waking up that profound insights have come from and um, visionary imagery can the next time you fall asleep you know um, as you're laying your head and just kind of letting go of stuff pay attention to what might be coming up um, very famous people like Einstein gained some of his wisdom during those times um, and also within the dream where do we experience these states. I mean, dreaming itself is, is liminal. We're stepping into like a trance state in a way. But in terms of what we experience in waking life, taking those metaphors and those stories and applying them to what you're seeing in your dreaming world. So if you're, you know, dreaming of being in that time of uh, the daylight turning to dusk, you know, looking at that in the dream and what what does that have to do with, you know, how I look at the world, um, walking across the bridge. Um, I've had moments of being stuck on a path and not being able to move from one part, like a, I'm out, by a river and I need to go in the forest and I'm having a hard time moving into the forest. Um, these are some aspects of the dreaming world that show me the liminal space. Um, you know, like there are so many examples of depending on our associations, our memories, our symbols and our archetypes that connect us to liminal space in the dream. And, and, um, you know, walking through a doorway or trying to open up a door to walk into a door or a window, um, a building. These are all opportunities to reflect on, on liminal space, making a decision in a, in a dream. Um, 
There's lots of different ways. I mean, I had one where I was constantly losing my wallet or trying to pack to go on a trip and I didn't have everything I needed. And I consider that for me, liminal space. But liminal space might mean something different for you too. Um, so there are lots of ways that we can work with liminal space. We can, we can work to explore identity, deepen our relationship to land, um, you know, how to, it, they can actually even help us to cultivate flexibility and adaptability, like even being in that liminal space and understanding kind of the messiness of it sometimes can help us to understand who we are, like how we um, work with liminal space. It can help us to deal with challenging our own assumptions and beliefs about the world and ourselves. Mm -hmm. It can deepen connections with others, enhance our creativity and our inner wisdom. And it can also work to heal traumatic experiences and supporting our alchemical transformation, like working, doing trance work, doing medication. Um, these are all ways that, you know, working with the energies of liminal space can help us to grow. Um, I mean, I'm just so fascinated by, by this type of space. And, you know, I really encourage folks to um, explore liminality and what it means to them. What does the in-between space mean for you? You know, and, um, you know, you can even create a ritual around it. I have participated in rites of passage experience in the wilderness and there is this moment of learning how to let go of certain aspects of my life so I can step into alone time with myself, which ends up being a very powerful time um, and at times very difficult. And then, you know, what what am I learning in this space about who I am and then bringing that, you know, back into the waking world, into the world where my community is and my family. Um, we can use art and creative practices to work the liminal space. I mean, one way for me is like drawing that stone, you know, like really exploring what does that mean for me? Um, and, you know, it's uh, another way for me is exploring ambiguity, uncertainty. So there's lots of ways. And, and I would also open it up to working with historical, archetypal, and um, spiritual elements related to liminal space. There's actually a goddess, a Greek goddess, Hecate, who is the goddess of crossroads and transitions. Um, and she has always been associated with liminal space. Persephone has been um, associated with liminal space. Um, I love that 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 image of, you know, you you're walking down a path and you come to a crossroad. You see two other you see two paths in front of you. And it's at that moment that and this can happen in a dream as well as in waking life. You know, like, what do you do at that moment? That's the liminal space of making a decision. Which path will you take? And why? What are you searching for? What 
lies ahead in either of those paths. Um, you know, and being with that energy. Um, I've recently written a, a meditation on that in terms of coming to a gateway and stepping through the gateway and taking a certain path. Um, those are just examples of what liminality can look like. And so my suggestion in terms of doing the work is doing your own research around what liminality is for you. What is that in between, uh, betwixt between space for you? Um, how does it show up in your waking life, in your relationship to the land, and in your dreams? And do some kind of creative work around exploring what it means to you. Are you at a crossroads in your life where you're trying to make a decision? And what's that energy like for you? Um, go for a walk where you are going to have to make a decision about going from on one path or another and see, stand in that space before you go and feel into what that energy is like for you. For some people, it's really difficult to make a decision. Um, and, and what are all the energies around not being able to make a decision or making a decision um, about your life? Um, do something that you normally don't do. Um, if you watch TV a lot, turn the TV off and just sit in a chair and feel that space of quietness, of, of less distraction. Um, these are all ways that you can tap into that liminal space. And I'm sure lots of energies come up. And pay attention to your dreams. Um, so much of our waking life shows up in our dreams to offer us guidance. And it's a great opportunity to oh, ask to remember the dream and in the morning, you know, explore where there might be liminal space in that dream and how, how do you identify or associate with it. So this is my podcast for Dreaming Back to the Earth. It's kind of a different type of um, episode, um, but this topic is something that I've been thinking a lot about, and it's part of our everyday life and the universe. It's a part of Dreaming Back to the Earth. Every aspect of who we are and how we engage the world and our relationships to each other, to the land, to the dream, have something to offer us, to guide us, and to awaken us to relationship with each other and everything around us. And so this is just luminality is one of those topics that I wanted to explore and share with you. And so this is the end of this podcast and I hope it gives you some place to explore and gain insight from. Thank you very much for being with us. Um, and until we meet again, this is, my name is Mary Kay Casper and this is Dreaming Back to the Earth.